Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. We're at Second in Florida this week on Urban Spelunking. This is the Walker's Point neighborhood and kind of, uh, as we were saying, uh, kind of an unremarkable building, at least from the outside. Yeah. For decades, it was kind of unremarkable. Yeah, it's just like a, a collection of retail stores and some apartments above, but if you walked past for the last few decades... You might have thought nothing was really going on there. Recently, it looked boarded up. Yeah, it was definitely not in very good looking shape. It was a fish store for a while, though, right? Like a like a exotic fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pet store. Yeah, and in the basement, there's the guy who had run the fish store, uh, like raised the basement floor so that he could build uh, like fish tanks within the floor. Oh, there's like fish ponds in the basement. That's unique. I, I could say yeah. I've never heard you talk about that in a building before. I have not seen that before. So this this former fish uh, building <laughs> became the new home to Reginald Baylor's studios. Yeah, uh, of course, one of Milwaukee's best known artists, right? Yeah, so he's he's really taken over this building at Second of Florida, and it looks beautiful. Have and, you seen it? And now it is remarkable. It, it is was, remarkable. It was yes. unremarkable. No, it's remarkable. But it's kind of a reminder, Bobby, that you know these 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 buildings that you might just walk by. They all have these stories. There's a story in every single one. So take us back. What what was this building originally built for? Okay, so in the 1860s, this building uh, became home to John Schlosser. Schlosser. Who opened okay. um, like basically a grocery store there, sort of a general store kind of thing. Um, and he was so respected that he was called Honest John. Wow. Yeah, he was an immigrant, came okay. with his family from Prussia, um, started working on the corner. His dad had sort of hired him out. Um to a similar kind of store, and he worked there for a while while he was in school. And he used the money he made there to buy his parents some land and build them a log cabin, which just seems pretty cool. Oh, what a, um, what a nice guy. Yeah, then he decided <laughs> he wanted to strike out on his own, so he, he uh, buys this building um, and opens this grocery store, and then he gets into the business of becoming a chandler. So that's what kind of blew my mind on this, Bobby. I'd never heard, except for like the the TV sitcom Friends, what a chandler is. (laughs) And this is not that kind of chandler. (laughs) So what is a chandler? Uh, A chandler is a person who supplies ships. In his case, with food and uh, all kinds of things. He's supplied them with with food, with coal, with oil, with all the sort of things they need. Um, So ships would come in and dock in the port of Milwaukee, and it would be the chandler's job to, to... actually get on a boat and yeah I, I was telling somebody the other day that there's there's it's unremarkable that there were you know loads of grocery stores in milwaukee but very few of them had a boat to do their deliveries wow okay and and honest john was one of them so there were some stories that you dug up you know going back to you know honest john's heyday where he like went out of his way to to really help out these these uh seamen as they were docking in milwaukee like waiting around in the rain for them to yeah it's crazy um you should read the story the article to see those stories but there it's interesting that to to me those stories are super interesting because we don't think of the city i mean obviously we know we're on these rivers and in the lake but um we don't have the kind of ship traffic and boat trap traffic that they used to have then and when i did a story on north point lighthouse they showed me the uh the register there from when the lighthouse keeper used to have to like note every vessel that went past the lighthouse and there were like there were days when there were hundreds of vessels listed in that log can you imagine a time when the lake had like hundreds of ships and boats going by um and it really i mean helps you appreciate just you know how milwaukee fit into the the overall landscape of the midwest as, as you know a real maritime city yeah and they they the ships came from all over the great lakes so they would come to town they'd need 
provisions for the cook to make dinner for the crew, that kind of thing. And Honest John would row it out there on his boat. Um, and what's interesting is one of the stories that you allude to, is he talks about when he had to make a delivery to a ship that was here to drop some cargo off um, at Commerce Street. Okay. So if somebody had come out to the, you know, to where, this is where like Lakefront Brewery is now, that's Commerce yeah. Street. Um, so there were even boats like going up the river to go there, you know. So his job took him not just to the lakefront, but up the river. Um, really interesting yeah, in that definitely. there's really no, I mean, we I don't know that we can imagine this. So, uh, so Honest John, Honest John was in business for a long time. I mean, you quote in the story like nearly 70 years of, of business. Yeah, he, in 1932, when he was still at that same location, uh, he had told the newspaper, I've been here 65 years, and then he died the following year, so he'd been there 66, and then his son took it over uh, for another six years till he died. So the business ran more than 70 years in that one location, which and this is pretty was all, amazing. Yeah, this was all out of that building on 2nd yeah. in Florida. Yeah, and there's some really great pictures there in the story that I got uh, thanks to Mark Keene uh, at the North Point Lighthouse. Pictures of Honest John looking like a like a Western gunfighter or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> it wasn't me, you know? I love the pictures <laughs> in this story, too, because, I mean, how, how often do you have the chance to, like, look inside of a, like, 1920s grocery store? Yeah, there's some really great interior photos inside the shop, some great ones of Honest John standing out on the porch. And it's amazing how much the, the building looks basically like it looks now. Really yeah. not much has changed. So a lot has changed recently, though. Yes. At uh, Second of Florida. As we mentioned, this is now Reginald Baylor's Studios, who's this prominent Milwaukee artist. We're going to talk more next about just this process that went into renovating this building into an art studio and making it into a really kind of an attraction at Second and Florida. More of that next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back in Walker's Point on 2nd and Florida. This is the current home to Milwaukee artist Reginald Baylor's studios. As we found out, it was this uh, it was a, a chandelier for years and years, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was the process like to, you know, this building that was a grocery store and office spaces and... Uh, and, and what else? The exotic fish store and yeah, now an art yeah. studio. Uh, t- talk about that transformation. Well, I saw the, I saw some pictures. The owners uh, showed me some pictures of what it looked like before, you know, basically when they bought it uh, last year. And um, it's amazing. You, you wouldn't believe the transformation. Again, there there are these photos in the article online. Um, but the floor in the, you know, the retail spaces had long since been opened into one big retail space. Okay. But from one corner to the opposite diagonal corner there was like a two foot change in the floor level so they had to basically build my eyebrows just shot up there yeah they had to, <laughs> two had to feet, a, wow yeah they had to get a carpenter in there to basically build a, a sort of platformed floor to make it level wow so basically to like build up where it had had sank down yeah you hear about floors you know in milwaukee these buildings settling but two feet is yeah pretty drastic it is, it is pretty drastic um and so they had to do that kind of work and then they redid all the you know the facade and it just it, they opened up the windows looks great um upstairs they turned some of the apartments into they renovated those too which look really nice beautiful 1860s hardwood floors like mm. not the kind of hardwood floor you think of when you think of like a shiny you know, like. <laughs> you know, funny, Bobby. Before you came in, I was actually I'm thinking about doing some flooring at my house, uh-huh. and I was looking up laminate flooring. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, like in one tab over here, I'm looking at the the flooring from uh, 
from this building. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll, it'll never look that good. You know, no, that, that's the like, real deal. It's totally the real deal. And you notice it when you walk right in the door to go up the stairs, like just sort of this rough hewn hardwood yeah. steps, you know, grooved from, you know, like 150 years of people walking on them. And then you go upstairs and they've, they've finished them. They look really nice, but they're still, they're not like shiny art gallery floors. They're rustic, mm-hmm. sort of rough hewn wood floor is just beautiful and you can tell they're super old just by looking at them you know? and this building goes back to 1866 right uh yeah, 65 65 okay you just think about like all this you know all the people that walked on these floors went up these stairs lived their lives in this building for, oh i know right because there were apartments up there so there were people who literally lived their lives up there but the floors kind of you know they look worn but there's still you know that tree is still there you That's, know that wood is still there i have to say those floors and the steps up Stairs are my favorite part of the whole building. Wow. Well, we've talked a lot about floors. Um, so they, <laughs> so they, they leveled out the floors. Mm-hmm. And, and upstairs, they opened up the ceiling. You know, you can see the, the roof joists and stuff. They, they oh, made cool. really nice sort of cathedral ceiling in one of the apartments that's rented as an Airbnb. It's okay. really nice. And this building at, at one point had three addresses, you said? Yeah, because the storefronts, there were two storefronts okay. that each had their own address, and then the apartments upstairs had their own address. That's not uncommon. So does it have one address now, or is it still? I think technically it probably has at least two, okay. because probably still one for the apartments upstairs and one for the art gallery. Okay. But so, the gallery is beautiful. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. And Reggie Baylor is, uh, you know, obviously a really well-known Milwaukee artist. He's in the art museum. He has a piece hanging in the art museum. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? So what's he going to do out of this space? Is this going to be like his main uh, creation space or is Yeah, it- I think he creates there. He sells from there. He, you know, he has, when uh, I was there looking at the building, he was having uh, a meeting with people. I think he does lots of commissions and things and, you know, people hire him to make beautiful things, which is what he's really good at doing. Yeah. <laughs> And he still has that mural up on on Fourth and Wisconsin, right? That big like black and white formula. Oh yeah. I think that's is still that his? there. Yeah, it, it yeah. is his. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's. I still just saw there. it before the holidays. Oh, so then it's, it's then it's still there. Yeah. Because I doubt they did anything with it between now. Right. And then. <laughs> so if you if you're kind of curious about Reggie Baylor, uh, just go like drive past Fourth and Wisconsin one time and look at that big mural. He's got this. Uh, he's a really distinct style. Yeah. You know, or oh, definitely, go to yeah. the art museum, see his work. I there. think what you should do is you should drive to Second in Florida. Yeah, or just go and, to his studio and there look you in go. the. And if they're closed, it's got really big windows. You can see right inside all this amazing stuff that's in there. It's incredible. Again, as I was talking about those pictures from before it was renovated, super dark, dingy. The windows were boarded over. Now it's just an explosion of color, literally, because he's got you know the windows are all open, brightly lit. And there's just this beautiful artwork hanging all over inside. And this is all in a building that was, as we said, you know, kind of. It was sort of an. It was sort of an eyesore. It's yeah. Let's just be honest. Let's I mean, it, honest. it wasn't the the most beautiful building, but now it's, you know, talk about a transformation from from something like that that's kind of boarded up almost to, mm-hmm. uh, this vibrant, artistic, creative, you know, place for for an artist to to create. Oh yeah, and now we know it had an amazing history. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Perfect. Well, you can go inside and see all of those old pictures and the brand new pictures. Very, very interesting story at Second in Florida. The current home to artist Reggie Baylor's studios and uh, a former chandlery, as we learned. Yes. Podcast here in 88.9 produced by Kenny Perez with handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Support, as always, from your membership and from onmilwaukee.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. Thanks, 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 Thanks.